It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a big but freezing day across Scottish football. Just the two Premiership games survive with Motherwell hosting Dundee and Hearts going to Kilmarnock. Livy v Ross County is off with three big games scheduled for tomorrow including St Johnson Celtic and Rangers St Mirren. And today is the day Scotland find out their opponents for Euro 2024. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me in the warmth of the Clyde One studio is Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh Evans. It's all about making a little go a very long way today. We've got Kilmarnock's manager Derek McInnes going for his 700th appearance as a manager, Mark Wilson. Yeah, big day, weather causing havoc. All over the country Sprinklings of snow And ice everywhere But the players Taking the field today Will hopefully serve up Something entertaining For us And a big one In the championship as well My current employers Partick Thistle Against my old club Airdrie That'll be a cracker also Yeah Weather's beat a few games Gordon But uh, there's still Some interesting fixtures This afternoon So if you're listening at home Put the kettle on Sit back Pour yourself a cup of tea And let us entertain you <laughs> right, Robbie Williams, thanks for that. Uh, yes, yeah, strap yourselves in. It never fails to disappoint in the drama stakes, that's for sure. Scottish football will always be talking points, no matter how many games are decimated by the weather. It was a split schedule anyway today, uh, with three games scheduled for today, three for tomorrow, and of course, Hugh Keevens. Today's the day. We have, even in your long history on this show, we've not had too many days like this where you get to wonder who Scotland will face at a major tournament, and that will happen. Happen before we go off here tonight Very nostalgic for me Gordon Because 50 years ago I remember Scotland going to Germany For the 1974 World Cup Finals And that was a, a landmark moment for us Because we hadn't been to the World Cup Finals for a long time And here we are 50 years later Still trying to get there uh, 1998 being the last appearance But this is a big day We're going to Stevie Clark's Second major international tournament in a row A major feather in his cap We have a squad of players Who are more like a club side Than an international side And we are looking forward with confidence I don't believe in uh, a, a favourable draw There's no such thing They're all there because they're good And therefore no group Will be more favourable than another I think we want a mixture of Glamour and the doable Oh, easiest route mm. possible for me If you don't mind But we can get your thoughts in all afternoon on that At Clyde SSB on Twitter You could give us your nightmare And your dream scenarios over there And mixed in with some domestic football as well What is not to like? We've got big games to take you through today Big games to preview tomorrow as well, of course, Hugh Yeah, um, you know, we've had the, the, the disappointments of Europe Celtic, major disappointment for them Their bad run continues No more Europe for them after Christmas They have to respond Against St Johnston in Perth Because all they have left is domestic football And they have to Continue to have that 8 point gap over Rangers Rangers have a game in hand That's against St Johnston at Ibrox Tomorrow they have St Mirren at Ibrooks, and after the disappointment of the draw against Aris Limassol and it was a disappointment because for Rangers to drop four points to a team from Cyprus in that group is not good Philippe Clement after the draw with Aberdeen 
The draw with Aris Limassol The fans are looking at him tomorrow And they're wondering if the manager bounce has gone And he has to prove that it has not When he plays St Mirren Yeah I don't know when you officially consider it festive fixtures Mark Wilson It's just a phrase that gets thrown around Is it December? Is that only exclusively the period over Christmas and New Year? But either way we're very much into a really busy and important and potentially season-defining period of the campaign. Yeah, I would say so. When you know the fixtures come pretty quickly for teams, you don't get much respite in between. Uh, I would class that as a festive season, and we're right in amongst it just now, mixed with the weather as well, which makes it also tricky conditions for the players all over the country. Um, it's a tough time of year for footballers. Everybody else winding down to enjoy the festivities while footballers are hard at it. So oh, incredibly bleeds for you. Listen, when you're out there on shorts Paid and t-shirts well, today, getting the getting the plaudits uh, from around I'm the, the side adoring of the nation. Would you listen to that? Honestly, some people are actually out there working for a living, and he expects exactly. us to feel sorry for footballers. Yeah. Every day, I thank my lucky stars. I drive into here. I look at guys out there doing a real terrific job, eight hours a day, and this man's complaining about standing in the warmth, enjoying mm. it, talking to the nation, being loved, and getting a lot of goodwill. He's out a there. disgrace. It is. Uh, one of those days One of those weekends though, 11 SPFL matches In total uh, Livy against Ross County Is the only one In the Premiership Even the artificial surface uh, Has its limitations So that one Is off In the Championship Error Broth Dunfermline Queen's Park Morton Dundee United Some great games Unfortunately uh, Not beating the weather Four games in League 1 And three in League 2 So pretty much The full Lower league card Decimated We just about Hobble on in the top flight Which means you've only got two to choose from In your game of the day stakes Both good in their own way Natural bias included here Let's start at Fir Park For Motherwell against Dundee Gabriel has the teams I do Gordon As you say Games up and down the country are off But it's play on here at Fir Park Thank goodness for the undersoil heating Gotta say the park looks beautiful out there No excuses for either side today A huge game for Motherwell They're desperate for a victory And to put an end to this 10 match winless streak and a brilliant result last night of course a great performance away at Celtic Park in that one all draw but it's an entirely different prospect today uh, manager Stuart Kettlewell wants his side to go out and seize the initiative against Dundee he wants them to take their chances take the lead and then hold on to all three points and they face a side who are above them in the league table uh, Tony Dock's team making an impressive start to the season they're in seventh place they've won three of their last five and if they win today they could be as high as fourth Team news then, let's start with the hosts. Uh, Kettlewell makes just one change to the team that got that point at Parkhead seven days ago. Callum Slattery is out, John Obika comes in to start. It will be Liam Kelly in goal, defence of Shane Blaney, Bevis Mugabe and uh, Dan Casey as well. The wing-backs, Stephen O'Donnell and Brody Spencer. In midfield, Callum Butcher, Harry Payton and Blair Spittle. Obika partners Mika Beerit up top substitutes Oxborough, Wells, Ghent, Bear, Max and Luca Ross, Wilkinson, Stravkovsky, Wilkinson and Shaw. What about Dundee? They were beaten 2-1 by Hibbs last time out and Doherty makes just one change to that side as well. Oh, Ricky Lamy misses out altogether. Aaron Donnelly comes into the back line. So it'll be Trevor Carson in goal, Juan Portales, Joe Shaughnessy and Aaron Donnelly in defence. Uh, Jordan McGee and Oek 
Beck as wing-backs with Malaki Boateng and Lyle Cameron in the middle. Luke McCowan and Amadou Bakioko will play up top with Zach Rudden. Substitutes, Legends, Kerr, Tiffany, Ashcroft, Mulligan, Robinson, Robertson, Howley and Silla. The referee here is Ian Sneddon and the VAR will be Nick Walsh. Huge game this, Gordon DL. You look at that winless run that Motherwell are on. It feels a bit better because you go to Celtic Park last week and get a point, a really good point. But it has to be the start of something That was the mm. message from Stuart Kettlewell And up against the Dundee side Who yes, are coming off a defeat But have taken to life back in the top flight very well Yeah, I think it's important for both sides uh, Obviously Dundee to bounce back uh, But Motherwell certainly need a result, Gordon uh, They got a bit of breathing space With that uh, terrific late equaliser last week at Celtic Park And they got a lot of plaudits and rightly so uh, because it is a difficult place to go and get anything at all. But today they're at home. Um, you know, we've, we've documented the, the long run now without a win. That's got to change and they've got a great opportunity but let's not be kidded here. This will be a difficult do you, game. Do you think I could give Stuart Kettlewell an early Christmas present and tip Dundee to win? And that <laughs> no. would just solve everything. Mm. I fancy Monorail today. I really do. I think... The changes that Stuart Kettlewell made, the work he did during the international break certainly paid off last week. But I think that team looks a solid, uh, a solid team. Uh, Dundee as good as they've been. Motherwell win today, they go a point behind them, and you think of the all the stick Stuart Kettlewell's taken over the last four or five weeks. It just shows you how close the league are, uh, league is. But I, I think with Callum Butcher being back in there, Peyton and Spit on the middle of the pitch. The way it looks like they're going to shape up, it's a strong centre they've got there. The three at the back certainly stood up to Celtic's attack last week. I think they could do the same this afternoon. It is a massive week though for Motherwell when you consider that winless run stretching to 10 games, a home game against Dundee, a trip to Ross County yeah. on Tuesday and then a home match against St Johnston next Saturday. And in fact, even thereafter, you know, a, a trip to St Mirren um, but certainly that that three Dundee, Ross County, St Johnston If you can't pick up a win or multiple wins in then Then the, the panic button the bu is probably getting pressed is Without it not? doubt Without doubt Because those games are the crucial ones the, the ones that your fans expect you to pick up a good few points from uh, Has to start today And it's we were just chatting about the, the festive period there uh, quite amazing how your season can be shaped over the space of three weeks and December is so important for managers none more so than Stuart Kettle it's simple if you don't pick up points in those games Gordon looking at that league table you could find yourself second bottom or bottom depending on what Livingston but do. again Gordon if you look at the league table from Kilmarnock on 17 points going down Dundee 17 points Ross County 14 Motherwell 13 Aberdeen 13 Five teams separated by four points. Nobody, nobody is pulling away from anybody. Hugh, Hugh it sums it up when Motherwell haven't won the last ten, and yeah. they're four points off top six. So uh, there's no need to panic. Although it's a results-driven business, as they say, with managers, we know what happens to managers. We don't keep getting results because sooner or later it goes wrong for them. But. I believe Motherwell, Stuart Kettlewell, will need to build on last week. Okay, Motherwell against Dundee, game one of two in the Scottish Premiership. The other one comes at Rugby Park, Kilmarnock against Hearts, Sandra McLean. 
Yeah, there was no danger of this one being off despite the chaos around the country. It has snowed here in Ayrshire, but it is a little bit better than other parts of the country. The roads and the pavements are all clear. The pitch is too, and we're ready to go in what is sort of relative sunshine as well here at Rugby Park for what is Derek McInnes' 700th match as a manager today, which is pretty impressive considering he's only 52 years old. That's a 16-year managerial career he's had so far. He says he's hungrier than ever for success as well, and he will count it as a big career achievement if he can finish this season in the top six with Kilmarnock. It's so tight in there, as Hugh was just saying, but so far he's done what he's wanted them to do. He wanted them to build on last season after they managed to stay up after they were promoted. But they're coming up against a team that will also be desperate to beat that crowd and finish as high as possible in the top six. Not all fans at hearts are sold on Stephen Naismith and the style of play, but you look at their last three games, three wins they've got from those. They can jump up to third with a win today. Things could be starting to turn. Stephen Naismith saying during the week that he feels they're getting better and better and it's probably vital that they do keep that run going today when you look at their next three fixtures, Rangers at Tynecastle, Aberdeen at Pataudry, and then away to Celtic Park. So three points today would be absolutely huge for them. We look to teams, and it's three changes for Derek McInnes. Out go Wright McKenzie and Kennedy. In come in Dabat, Lyons and Vassell. The captain is back in as well. So in goal, it's Will Dennis. The back four, Lewis Mayo, Stuart Finlay, Robbie Dees and Corey and Daba. Then across the midfield, it's Danny Armstrong, David Wilson, Liam Donnelly, Brad Lyons and Marley Watkins. Kyle Vassell, the lone striker up top. The substitutes, O'Hara, Sanders, Davies, McKenzie, Polworth, Murray, Warnock, Kennedy and Dallas as for Hearts the two changes for them today Forrest and Lowry dropping out in come Oda and Neuenhoff Xander Clark in goal the back three Frankie Kent Kai Rolls and Stephen Kingsley it'll be Yatara Oda and Alex Cochran the wing backs the midfield three Benny Meningame Callum Neuenhoff and George Grant and it'll be a front two of Liam Boyce and Lawrence Shanklin the substitutes McGovern Haring Devlin Halliday Forrest Civic Denham Tagawa and Lowry the referee here at Rugby Park is David Dickinson the VAR Grant Irvin did you see Halliday on the bench Halliday is on the bench so you will be getting mm. the uh, the dugout watch from him yeah. this week I know what you're thinking ask a silly question but he's been the well this week he's, uh, oh. he's, he's dragged Shut himself up. out of his sick bed to go and sit on the bench for 90 minutes in the freezing cold in Ayrshire that's, a, so, that's a, he's a soldier to do. yeah he is a soldier he really is you know but uh, I think if there's 110% I think he'd still, still be in the, be in the bench <laughs> I think there is every chance um, but Mark Wilson 700 games in charge uh, in management for Derek McInnes I mean Incredible! You got him the sack at Bristol City, Aye. and he still survived <laughs> to make it to this milestone. I was going to say I was probably part of the most enjoy. Uh, uh, no, least the enjoyable. least enjoyable parties of those seven hundred. Like I thoroughly enjoyed my time under him. A very good manager, you know, very good uh, coach to work under. The players all liked him. To get to 700 is mm. remarkable. I heard him have a, a wee laugh say he certainly won't have another 700, but it just goes to show you that, that you know, the knowledge he's got of the game, the respect he has of the players, terrific manager. And, the, and that's the fascinating contrast for me about this game. There's Derek, 700 McInnes, versus Stevie, I think maybe 25 games, Naismith, as a manager. Uh, so you've got the the time served manager and the apprentice and uh, if Kilmarnock can get a win today then they go on to the same number of points as Hearts now that would be a fitting landmark gift for Derek McInnes because you know we always look at clubs like Kilmarnock and think ah, they're always going to struggle but this could be a big day for him 
Yes, absolutely. Looking forward to that one. Kilmarnock against Hearts. David Friel, you were meant to be at Livingston against Ross County. It's off. You've been rerouted to Partick Thistle against Airdrie, which is a cracker in the Championship. It is a cracker, Gordon. How could they resist the chance to come and watch the Mark Wilson derby as well? I need to give great credit to Patrick Thistle. Obviously, game's fallen all over the place, but my good friend Brian Welsh at Thistle assured me the pitch would be magnificent, and it is. No problems at all. Pitch perfect, hoping for a good crowd. As you say, it's going to be a good game. Partick in third in the Championship at the moment. Airdrie in fifth. There's only five points between the sides at the moment. And both on pretty similar runs. Partick lost to Dundee United here October 21st. They got absolutely thumped. But they are unbeaten in five games since. Airdrie lost to Dundee United on October 31st. And they are also unbeaten in five games since. So two teams in decent form. Both like to play. Both like to attack and get the ball down. So I'm hoping for some goals. Obviously, traditionally, there's a bit of rivalry in this fixture. Airdrie beat Partick 2-1 earlier in the season as well. I'm sure Chris Dillon's men, they'll be out for revenge today. But I'm also led to believe that Airdrie are heading off for a Christmas bash tonight, a Christmas party. So there is plenty of incentive for them to get a win before they hit the Guinness. Uh, Thistle have made one change from the Scottish Cup win over Queen's Park. And it's a pretty significant one. Brian Graham, veteran striker, scores all the goals. He's suspended. An 18-year-old Rico Dayak is in for his first senior start. He's only 18, as I said, but he's six foot two, a big lad, can move. He spent a lot of time at Rangers as a kid, and this is his big chance to shine. So Patrick Thistle line up, Jamie Sneddon in goals, back four of Jack McMillan, Aaron Muirhead, Lewis Nielsen and Waziri Williams. Ben Stanway, Stuart Bannigan will be in the middle two, with Stephen Lawless, Blair Alston, Aidan Fitzpatrick and Rico Dyack as the front four. The subs for Partick are Mitchell Milne, McEnroy Williamson, McDonald Lyon and McKenzie. As for Airdrie, they beat Stranraer in the Scottish Cup last week and they are unchanged. So it'll be Josh Ray and goals, a back four of Craig Watson, Callum Fordyce, Aaron Taylor Sinclair and Kanayo Megwa. Charlie Telfer and Demet Master will be the two holding midfielders with Liam McStravick, Adam Frizzell, Gabby McGill and behind Callum Gallagher. Subs for Airdrie are Hutton, play manager Reece McCabe, Hancock, O'Connor, Todorov, Dunlop, Gavin Gallagher, Cassidy and Sp- Balding and the referee is Stephen McLean And there is no VAR for Hill, thankfully Oh, that means you'll get a nice early finish Did you hear that genuinely David Friel um, Was getting snowballs chucked at him Was he? He's going for Hill Just cheer up that. Just to know that <laughs> you're in here fans. on the receiving end of a barrage Is that right, David? <laughs> yeah, the Mary Hill young team were out in force <laughs> um, But, we, uh, you know, I, I left them Let them know in no uncertain terms It wasn't acceptable I got an apology and we moved on Oh, listen to this The fun police Can we elaborate on no uncertain terms? I mean, yeah. Expletives were used Yeah I believe Shameful <laughs> Shameful <laughs> Anyway we'll leave him to it He's a professional He's got his eyes on the prize At Firhill now uh, And we will take a breather Because that's you up to speed On all the team news I say all the team news Sounded very dramatic Three featured games for us today Only two in the Premiership But at this time on a Saturday We always look back At some of the week's Biggest talking points And we'll do that next The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson, Gordon DL and Hugh Keevans are here looking ahead to hopefully a dramatic Saturday in the Scottish Premiership and beyond Two games in the top flight and not too many below that either But fear not, there is a lot to get through We're going to look back on the week's biggest talking points right now 
Later on we'll preview tomorrow's games And of course the small matter Of the Euro 2024 draw How we have longed for days like this uh, And today we find out who Scotland will face At Germany next summer But it is that stage of a Saturday We always look back on the week's biggest talking points And in weeks like this Hugh Keevans It tends to come from European competition Where really this week It was all about widespread disappointment Well uh, for Celtic It's the continuation of widespread disappointment They look hopelessly out of their depth At Champions League level It doesn't matter whether it's Brendan Rodgers On both occasions a Celtic manager Or Ange Postacoglu Or Neil Lennon In recent years Celtic cannot do Europe At that level And they have to examine why that is the case. And for me, yes, I allow them the injuries to Abada and to Hatati uh, and the loss of Maeda. But for me, the squad they have is simply not good enough. Certainly not for that level of the game. And that has to be addressed by Celtic and by the board. As for Rangers... Rangers have only themselves to blame They should already be assured of A place in the last 16 of the Europa League But to lose four points To a team who are not even the best team in Cyprus Is a real drawback for them And I blame the players I blame those who went to Cyprus And lost to Limassol 2-1 It didn't matter that Michael Beale Had been given the sack The previous weekend As players, they ought to have the quality to beat Limassol home or away and they failed. And they failed again in midweek. And too much has been made of the Todd Cantwell substitution. There were 55 minutes of football to be played after he went off. It may or may not have been the wrong substitution, but there were 55 minutes of Rangers at home and they couldn't make it count. And so they are faced with Having to beat Real Betis in Seville And it's their own fault Let's start with Rangers and work backwards if you like Gordon, you take Hugh's point There was a long time after the substitution But that substitution has caused such a level of debate and discussion It almost um, it makes the dropping of points worse somehow Do you know what I mean? It feels like there's, there's, there's more attached to it than just dropping of points There's that decision There's there's the reaction to it um, From all the fans You would have heard the phone in last night So um, It just amounted to a fairly Bad night at the office It was it? a strange night Before Mark and I left the studio Oh don't think I've forgotten your predictions Yeah Yeah And I, I was very confident And I went home to watch the second half of the game Gordon um, Everybody talks about the substitution Me personally I don't know what the problem is with substitution. The manager seen something he didn't like. He changed it. It was an impact substitution. The lad scored. I thought the lad was terrific when he came on. He gave Rangers such a lift. So as much as people are, I think it was the timing. Maybe no. To be fair, I think no. The issue for most fans is why didn't you take Sam Lammers off? Why is Sam Lammers getting to play in Todd Cantwell's preferred it, position? Well, that's that, that's the debate. Well, the debate's quite simple. No, it's it's no man- one's doubting that Ross McCausland yeah. came on and had an impact. It's the manager's decision. He felt that that would be a better option. So you've got to. Put everything at the manager Are you familiar with this show? We're allowed to debate Just because the manager decides it Doesn't mean you then say Okay And then everyone just moves on We're analysing whether People agreed with it or not I said on Thursday night Along with Mark I'm not a Not a great fan of Lammers I don't know what he's brought to the party I'm willing to give everybody The best chance Because I think you can start seeing A little bit in Danilo 
uh, for instance, over injury. I think he looks a decent enough player. Um, I think one or two are settling in. The new manager's got a tune out of one or two as well. Uh, but Lammers just, apart from he scored a terrific goal at Dens Park, um, I've not really seen what the manager sees in him. Um, yes, would I have put Cantwell into the number 10 position? I probably would have. But I think the manager, to be honest with you, might just be putting down a wee marker to players. Cantwell was involved in giving the, 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 the ball away uh, slightly for me. And sometimes... I think he's capable of that. I think he just he holds on to the ball too long. I don't know if the managers try to work it that he moves the ball a lot quicker and basically just teach them a lesson. Look, man, new managers come in, new managers bounce. I like what he brings to the party. He made that decision. Yes, okay, you can point the finger at Lammers, but I still believe that Rangers on their night should should have taken care of the opposition. I agree with the guys. Look, Rangers should have won. When you look at the standings of both sides, the squad that Rangers have, of course they should have won. But for me, Philippe Clement got it wrong on the night with his selection. And he realised, now there's nothing wrong with that when you realise and you make a change pretty quickly. Um, but again, the argument is who you leave on. And that's where the Rangers fans voiced their concerns. And I think they were right to voice their concerns. This isn't picking on Sam Lammers, but you've got to see some return from the players that stay on the pitch. In my opinion, you get more out of Cantwell in a central position. But Philippe Clement, for whatever reason, persists with trying to play Cantwell off the right-hand side when it's clear, he's clearly ineffective uh, on that side. And he's got a real prospect sitting on his bench here and McCausland, who looked like he, he came on and affected the game in a positive way more than anybody else. So, look, me and Hugh were chatting about this in the, uh, in the office earlier. James Forrest, I'll go back to it, when Neil Lennon put him into the squad, he was a young winger, and he, look, nobody could foresee where Forrest ended up, but he had the courage to play him, and he played with that kind of fearless nature that you want to see players play with. McCausland might be in the same tracks as him, but if you're... Constantly try to fit a square peg in a round hole with Cantwell in there. It's going to block his progress. Although Philippe Clement did say afterwards very clearly that he knows that Todd Cantwell isn't fit for that. Not isn't fit for that position. Isn't a right sided, but isn't a right winger or whatever you want to call it. Um, he says he knows that other positions are are better for him. So is it just a case of? I think you can get frustrated with Cantwell. I've got to be honest with you. When he came into the club at first. I thought he was excellent I really did I thought he brought something to Rangers He was exciting the fans He looked a real good prospect But I watched him in pre-season as well And I've got the opinion that Todd can't, can't, can't well, sorry, is more about him than the team Yeah, exactly and I, and I think the other night there I think the manager must be working at that with him day by day I don't know You'd need to ask somebody inside the uh, inside Ibrox but I've just got this funny feeling he's trying to work to get him to become that team player because the boy has got terrific skill I'm, I'm told by those who were there that he was constantly being reminded by Clement of what he was supposed to do and at one point to use a beloved football expression he rubber-eared the manager now Clement's not the type of man to be rubber-eared and the loss of the goal of course it's not down to Todd Cantwell exclusively he, he did lose the ball But he was trying to create something in the final third The fault lies with the two central defenders Who were very very slow in reacting However That was the final straw for Clement And I think 
Cantwell has an attitude problem As Gordon said It's about him and not the team Or that's how it looks He has to respond to this By understanding that The manager's in charge And he is not going to act in defiance of the manager No player does Would it be easier to take though If the guy that was playing in your preferred position Was actually any good at it? Well, I, I understand that That you, you could look at him and say you, what, You're taking me off and you're leaving him on However, it's a European tie You have to get on with it And it's, Whether it's a Scottish Cup tie or a European tie Philippe Clement is in charge He can't have insurrection Well we've got to look at Hugh as well I, I totally take on board Gordon's point And the discussion of Rangers fans Talking about Cantwell should be in there instead of Lammers This this on Thursday night It's not at Lammers door Did he play well? No he didn't play particularly well But there's still enough quality on that pitch To go and get the result required Yeah of course And make it comfortable So let's not just beat the guy uh, Beat the guy mm. with the stick uh, oh, And it was all about Lammers And if Cantwell had went into that Number 10 position I think Hugh's 100% right I think that manager's get frustrated with Cantwell And I can understand Cantwell Because Matt's right Square peg round hole He doesn't like playing there He's a number 10 He's creative He wants to be involved in everything But sometimes you've just got to say Right I need to take one for it I need to play for a team mm. I need to be disciplined And I need to do what the manager wants me to do uh, And a whole different type of disappointment Coming from Rome on Tuesday David Friel We prefer these Saturdays Where it's a bit more of a positive reflection um, I'm kind of fighting, fighting the temptation to just Replay dozens of conversations we've had about Celtic post European games. Yeah, hundred percent, and I probably refer you to Cal McGregor's words. I think he said it was the same old story, and it pretty much was. Gordon, you know, for eighteen minutes, Celtic were okay, not really threatening that much, but probably not being threatened. Then, obviously, chasing the win had to open up slightly, and I think Lazio, with the experience of Immobile and Pedro. You know, got a slice up for the first one, but you, you just never think Celtic are going to keep a clean sheet. I mean, the, the stats speak for themselves. Twenty-nine last twenty-nine group games, Celtic have kept one clean sheet and conceded seventy-seven goals. So, from that point of view, you're going to have to score two or three a game to have any chance of winning them. And Celtic just simply don't have the quality in the front areas, especially with injuries just now to do that. Um, I agree with you in terms of the squad. I think the summer transfer window, with every passing week, looks worse. And speaking to Brendan Rodgers yesterday up at Lennox Town, he's pretty clear on what he wants. You know, he wants game-ready players. And, you know, everybody will talk about the Champions League and improving the squad for the Champions League. But you also get the feeling that Brendan Rodgers feels Celtic need to be better domestically as well. He just wants, you know, more style, more substance, more consistency. Obviously, top of the league just now, but been a few disappointing results and performances in recent weeks. So I think you'll see a bit of a change in strategy with Celtic with both Europe and domestic football in mind going forward. Do you think part of the frustration, David, comes from Celtic fans thinking that although there is a certain level of European quality that they obviously can't get to and they, they could never bridge that gap, that that maybe with just that little bit more investment, maybe even a, a level of success, even if it is third place, uh, could be achieved? Because Hugh you know, used the phrase out, out of their depth, which I'm not going to spend time arguing about that because Hugh will quite rightly hold up the... The stats and you know in the last 15 games and, and all that sort of stuff um, The eye test if you like You watch Celtic in the Champions They don't look out their depth in the sense that You, you watch every game and think Oh my this is a mismatch What What, are, what is this lot doing um, You know at this level of the competition 
But the results are just never ever there Does it feel close Is that Or not close But does it feel like Third place could be achieved With a little bit more money put in Is that why the Celtic fans Are, are on the boards back yeah, 100%. I don't, I don't think you've got Celtic fans out there thinking Celtic should be, every time they get to the Champions League, reaching the last 16 or getting further than anything like that. But I think Celtic, as a club, have the, the finances, the size, the structure, the infrastructure, everything you want to talk about to be targeting third place in Europe. And I think they probably do. Brendan Rodgers, certainly when the draw was made, had said, look, at the very least, you want to be in European football after Christmas. But that, that doesn't happen anymore. You know, I think it's the last three at least. Champions League campaign, Celtic have finished bottom of their group. So, you know, as we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, Gordon Celtic really need to examine their relationship with the tournament, what they want from the tournament. And basically just, as Brendan Rodgers said yesterday, you know, after the game he talked about quality signings. In the, the broadcast press conference yesterday, he spoke about established players needing to be brought in. And then when we sat down with him uh, with the newspapers, he was speaking about basically need for experience. That might not mean necessarily a 30-year-old, but it just means someone who comes into the club with 250 games. And again, that's no guarantee you're going to get to the last 16, but I think it gives you so much of a better chance to finish third and prolong your European uh, campaign for the season and maybe potentially do something like Rangers did in the Europa League a couple of seasons ago You know, I, th- I think that has to be the benchmark for Celtic I think that's what they have to try and do but they're not going to do it with the current squad I just don't think Celtic squad is good enough and, and the results have shown that this season It sounds like Brendan Rodgers is of a mind to agree Mark Wilson since Tuesday's disappointment we've heard him speak yesterday uh, on the topic as David says of, of trying to attract more quality acknowledging as every manager does that January is difficult and again, once again, acknowledging the you know the size and, and perhaps the, the clear out that might be needed as well. Yeah, well, they're carrying a massive squad just now. Brendan Rodgers saying that he, he probably at the start of the season thought at that time that they needed an extra four players and, and ones of experience. And David's spot on players that come in with, with game time behind them, but at a decent level, playing consistently um, and playing well consistently. And I think we, we can all tell with signings who... This project signing or an experience signing, what the difference is behind that? You know, players recently have come in from Celtic, have been doing well in recent times, but have got not got many games behind them, and that's a problem. They those players are being pitched in against Lazio and Feyenoord and Atletico against experienced international footballers. You know, Lazio, Celtic should have got something out of both games. But Lazio finished second in Serie A last year with a team full of international recognised players and Celtic are, are, are pitching in Yang, James Forrest, nothing against them, but, you know, been there and done it. Oh, coming on to try and make a difference. That is the difference in squads Brendan Rodgers now has to assert himself. He was handed these players. He didn't have anything to do with bringing in Paolo Bernardo and all the rest of them. He strongly denies that, of course. I mean, well, he, was at, he was at the AGM last week, and he, a few shareholders put it to him, and, and he was adamant that is not the case. In my personal opinion, I think he's been diplomatic in his choice of words there. Possibly, and I think that he has to assert himself because it's his reputation that's on the line now. He's now being mocked for his Champions League record as a manager. On two occasions at Celtic, he is a figure of fun. So it's up to him to address his own reputation, his own stature within the game, and get players in who will stop making Celtic a laughing stock at that particular level. 
he really has to become the manager in the January transfer window. And I, I, I don't accept that you can't get good players in the January transfer window. The world is his oyster. And he has all the, the analytical data in the world behind him. And he has vast experience of English football. And the kind of experience and temperament that he is looking for. He has got to be the manager because if much else goes wrong, he won't be the manager. Going to be interesting times ahead That's for sure We'll park that for now Because there are plenty more To be said on this afternoon's Football as well There's lots to look forward to For tomorrow And we've got that Euro draw Later this afternoon As well So don't go anywhere Because we're going to go Back around the grounds And build up to the Three o'clock games That is all coming next The winning team All season long This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard it's freezing cold out there But it's roasting hot in here Stuck in with Hugh Keevens Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Taking you through all of the build up To today's football Explaining the action as it happens And then of course at 5 o'clock You can have your say on the open line At that time you might want to reflect On today's football Look ahead to three massive games tomorrow And whilst that's all happening We'll find out who Scotland will face At Euro 2024 It is all Happening today Lots to look forward to Despite the call-offs And I have to say I was just checking On social media As you do Gabriel is obviously at Fir Park Gordon DL And uh, Muller will have put A magnificent picture uh, On social media It's of Fir Park And surrounding area In the snow Look mm. at that Hugh Picturesque I was out walking the other day Looks wonderful Christmas card captured the, the drone He's and flat I think if you look I think you've left Seriously. your flat window open I have Yeah uh, honestly, I, I've zoomed right in. I can see it. I've got the heating on and the window open just a little Why bit. Why don't you, you s- snapshot that, uh, screenshot it, circle it, and put it out there on social media? <laughs> Good job. Yeah, Who lives here? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. get loads of visitors tonight. More than welcome. Plenty of tea bags and if coffee. You zoom, and if you zoom right in, you can actually see in your uh-huh. living room. Well, I hope they don't zoom in tonight. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, <laughs> you might want to. You might. You they, might. They might see a half moon. You might want to wipe. Uh, you might want to wipe that recliner down from time to time. That's all I've got oh. to say for you. Um, but I can see the living room in all its glory there. You've definitely left the window open, uh, Gabriel. Everything is fine there, I assume. Pitch all good. No, no concerns with the conditions today. Yeah, not at all, Gordon. As I said earlier on, the pitch actually looks fantastic. You got to give credit to the Motherwell staff here. Uh, no complaints at all. No excuses for either side. Uh, not too busy here at Fir Park. I mean, we've still got a good 10 minutes before kickoff. Obviously, some people might have struggles getting to the stadium. But in terms of the pitch, Gordon, cracking game. Really looking forward to this one between two sides desperate for victory. Yeah, let's hear from Stuart Kettlewell and Tony Doherty. In the last sort of nine games, we've had by far the best chance or chances before we've conceded a goal. So I look at those situations and I, and, and I start to think to myself, it's a greater issue if we're not creating them and we don't have those opportunities. Um, but very simply, we then need to show the composure to try and give ourselves a lead because you're, you're absolutely right. The, the, the mindset that comes with scoring the first goal is, um, is, is, is pretty remarkable. And of course up against Tony Doherty's Dundee. It's a difficult venue, I know that from experience, going down there, uh, they'll play their normal style, but they're a good side, you know, good, I like Stuart, you know, he's got a good way of working with his players and, and uh, Stevie Fraley as well, and, and it'll be a difficult match, you know, and we realise it's a it's a tough opponent, but we've been working all week and what we can bring to the game, and as I say, our level of performance has been good recently, you know, we're sitting high in the form guide at the moment. 
and I thought even last week's performance was of a level that would normally win your game or take something from the game. So we just need to make sure we maintain our levels, home and away. And, but it's a difficult game away from home, and you know I think we'll be buoyed because we'll carry a, a good support. We always do going down there, and them getting behind us. Hopefully, we'll put in that performance that will get the result. Uh, Mark, you look at Dundee's recent journeys into the Premiership, and they've always been a bit, a bit calamitous. Seem a bit doomed for various reasons. They've just gone about their business in a very quiet, efficient, relatively successful way this time around. Certainly have. Um, and I like the way Tony Dockett has gone about his first stint in management. I, I've said before, I worked under Tony and Derek at Bristol City. Tony Dock was at Dundee United with me as well when he started his coaching journey. Terrific coach. Players again like him. And I think that's... a. a a lot to do with being a success, a manager of the players like you, like the way you speak to them, the honesty, you'll get better performances. You mirror that with bringing in decent players to to your squad, then you've always got a chance. But they've started well. Obviously, the high point of the season so far was that home win against St Mirren. Even last week when Hibs went two up, they had a right good goal again to get back in the, in the game and were... Maybe unfortunate not to get something there, but he's got them playing well. He's got a goal scorer up front as well. You ever played under him? Do you don't like? I played with him. Oh, a great coach, great lad. Everybody liked him. They all shoot me free. You <laughs> <laughs> good judges of character. Um, I noticed Callum Slattery suspended for Motherwell today. It's good Again. going. It's good going to have your suspension for yellow cards picked up. By the first weekend in December Amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, well, Six already In well, the book That's a, a, a fair rate where, Where's Callum Butcher Standing in this He's five. Right? <laughs> I was uh, going yeah. to say He'll be close behind No him. he's not actually I take that back No he's not right, well, uh, he was no, injured He's been injured for a while Aye, Don't get him too long It's Dan Casey That's just behind on five and you know what, another uh, Stuart Kettlewell can certainly do with a, a bit of bite in the middle <laughs> of the park But there's a fine line uh, Slattery's a player, good player Who he could be doing with this afternoon uh, Butcher in there with Spittle as well Looks solid enough last week But see, I fancy Motherwell today Daz is right, I cannot go on forever Stuart Kettlewell mentioned it there They create mm. plenty of chances They maybe don't take them at the right time And concede at the opposite end I think they'll get it right today So much Negativity it feels like Andrew McLean around Hearts' start to the season And yet win today, go third And well that's kind of all anyone expects of them really isn't it So that'll be a huge incentive uh, for Stephen Naismith As he goes back to where it all started for him Yeah absolutely, I mean there, there was I don't know how the word pressure is right But it was certainly, you know, fans weren't happy with what they were seeing From uh, Stephen Naismith and Hearts earlier on in the campaign, obviously missing out on that uh, third spot last season as well was a, a big disappointment. So coming into this one, they wanted to see a bit more. They wanted to see a reaction. They didn't get it at the start of the season, but with the way the league is at the moment and it's so tight, you know, if you go on a, a run of wins, it really can propel you up the table. And Hearts have won their last three games against Livingston, against Motherwell and against St Johnston as well. They now find themselves, as you say, in that position where they can go up to third as well. So... It, they're having a really good time of it and away from home as well they've actually got a pretty good record it's actually the third best in the league at the moment so they will be kind of confident coming into this game you'd think but they are up against the Kilmarnock side who are really good at home as well they're unbeaten in five premiership games uh, at the moment three wins and two draws they of course beat Celtic here earlier on in the season they beat Rangers here as well things actually kind of looked as if they tailed off a bit for Derek McInnes and Kilmarnock at one point but as I said you know with how tight the league is as, as long as you 
get start getting those results here and there, you, you can get up the table. And especially if you make your home ground a really hard place for teams to come, you've got a really good chance of finishing in the top six. Only Celtic have picked up more points at home in the Premiership this season. I think Rangers have played one game less at home than Kilmarnock, so maybe slightly skews it. But it shows that it is a really, really good home record they've got here. But it is massive for both teams because they'll feel they will be competing with each other because the league is wide open. So. They'll feel that, you know, whatever team gets the victory, that can maybe give them a, a bit of confidence heading forward and they'll then feel that maybe they can get the better of the other in the league this season and finish above them. But I think this will just continue from week to week with all the teams in that area. It's, it's so tight. It'll certainly be exciting for us watching on. In our featured championship game, Mark Wilson's Partick Thistle. Come on, the Jags. can't believe the way he's, he's referring to them as that nowadays, oh, honestly. I've been involved with the two clubs. So you have So it's the Mark Wilson I gave and a big effort To get that game on I was And part Gordon of the, DL The ground staff um, yeah, David Friel I think there's a real fascination About Airdrie this season as well Because of the The managerial situation How young Reese McCabe is The way they try and play A certain style it, Like it's, it's mid-table At the moment It's it's going fine It's, it's going well in, in places But it's certainly worth It's a storyline Worth keeping an eye on Isn't it? Yeah, 100%. I mean, they're kind of rising up the leagues and Reese McCabe being so young, he's actually benched himself today. Um, but a good team, you know, I was actually really surprised looking at the, the, the league table. They've only scored 12 goals in 13 games because watching Airdrie over the last couple of seasons, you always feel as if they've got a lot of goals in them. So I think that's something they've obviously struggled a wee bit to, to adapt to the higher level. But they're still in there. They're only fifth. They can go fourth today with a win. But up against a Patrick Thistle side to, as I said earlier, Gordon, the last time I was here, beat 5-0 off in United, you know, pretty shambolic that day, you know, Chris Dillon came in, pulled no punches, apologised and everything, and you did wonder, you know, if Thistle had maybe taken their chance, or sorry, lost their chance last year when they obviously missed out in the playoffs right at the end against Ross County, but they've reacted really, really well, a couple of draws in, three wins in a row, really convincing one over Queen's Park last week in the Scottish Cup too, so Thistle, as I say, they can also go and put a wee bit of pressure on Wraith Rovers and D United today with a win, but... I do think they're going to miss Brian Graham so much. He's such a focal point for them. He's such a talisman up front. You know, he, he leads them. He's a captain. He gets the goals. And it's a really, really big day for young Rico Dyack. You know, big shoes to fill. He's only 18. He's everything Brian Graham isn't. He's, he's raw. He's big. Not got the experience that Brian Graham's got. So we'll see how this will adapt without a captain today. Looking forward to it. Three featured games for us. Plenty to consider for tomorrow and later with the Euro draw as well. The three o'clock games are coming next. The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here There is not a whole lot of football on today because of the weather But it's roasting in here and we've got three big games to feature So if you could please try and not make a backside of your predictions It's been a bad week, I wasn't even here uh, last week I was hearing all about Hugh's predictions on Saturday Then of course midweek you all got Rangers drastically wrong um, it's, it's, you need to get some respectability back Take it away Well, you know, I, I'm a dud But at least I, I turn up and I'm a regular dud uh, I am going to wish Derek McInnes a happy 700th managerial appearance And say Kilmarnock will beat Hearts I think Partick Thistle minus Brian Graham Are a different breed I think it's a draw with Airdrie at Fairhill and I'm giving Stuart Kettlewell that early Christmas present 
He's not had any wins in his last 10 games I'm tipping Dundee to win at Fir Park I'm going to go for three home wins Kelly to beat Hearts Partick Thistle to beat Airdrie And I'll go for Motherwell to beat Dundee Pressure button, three draws Whoa! Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy Make your life that little bit easier Use their free prescription delivery that's a massive call from you Three draws mm. in our three featured games I think it's very hard to call I think if you look at Kilmarnock Hearts Especially down there on that pitch today I think that's a difficult one What do you mean down there on that pitch? That means Kilmarnock are probably favourites, no? No, because I think Hearts are in decent form okay. I think Hearts have got a good squad um, You look at Motherwell Dundee Can't separate them um, And Partick and Airdrie I think that'll be a great game at Fir Hill So three draws I think you'll see at five o'clock who's right Okay, we'll find out at Clyde SSB. You can tweet your kindest, warmest, festive regards to Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, and Gordon Dale throughout the show. We'll open the phones a bit later on as well. Although we have already put up a video of Hugh Evans dressed for winter um, <laughs> on the Clyde One Super Scoreboard Twitter, and the kindest, warmest, festive regards are not not no. really there. No, no. Mm. There's, there's no real festive spirit or like. You know, widespread joy mm. on there. Life's like that today. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, some of it's like you know that ver- verging into the not even funny stuff. Like I don't mean. That's from that's from all odds. He says as he says as he tries to stifle a laugh. But you know, <laughs> come on, guys, have a bit of a sense of humour. If you're going to slag, that's what they're here for. I too love slagging the pundits. But a wee bit of a sense of humour wouldn't go amiss. Come on, let's see what we can do over there. At Clyde SSB What about the trainers though? I've actually been doing a bit of research Because you have indeed In a sort of Still game fashion You've not got the permagrips From no. Timpsons It is your trusty high techs That you Pull out In these occasions These conditions And we're, we're genuinely trying to establish What year you bought them in Yeah um, So I've been googling them high techs Because they're high tech squash That's what they're called <laughs> Uh, if you go onto Twitter, you'll see them. I think I've put them on my Instagram story as well. Um, I have had a look. At, alarmingly, I think you can still buy them. Oh. I, I didn't think you could, and I, th- I thought maybe we could narrow it down. I, I, I'm going for the 80s. I think they're the 80s. 80, I think they're purchased in the 80s. Well, you see, Maradona's jersey went for quite a lot of money. I'm just hoping that one day the high-tech squashes will be... You know, what, what, why do you actually walk about with a car and bag with two pairs of shoes? What's it because you wear the high techs in the snow, and then when I get out of <laughs> yeah, the yeah. snow, yeah, high techs are really made for the snow. They, they, listen, hey, it's a foot of snow out there, sweetheart. Get the high techs out of the car. I, I am here, <laughs> therefore, it works. They work in the snow. He doesn't want to wear wet shoes <laughs> yeah, during the show. But the problem is, he puts shoe, his, his dry shoes on with his wet socks. Hush puppies do go on. Um, <laughs> but genuinely, let's tr- can you have any recollection of when you would have bought them? Um, because they look really, really old. Like, yeah. But the the actual process of buying them, you know, the amount of trainers and 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 I mean, did you ever makes a trainers? Yeah, yeah back in the day. That's for what, the but that's yes. what makes me think in the 80s, maybe they're an eighties yeah. purchase. Did you ever play squash, or were they just no, an unrelated no. purchase? No, I just thought they looked good. Um, I remember in primary school, my mum and dad get me a set of high techs, 
<laughs> I was devastated. Um, no, listen, I think I, th- I think I think now they're coming around to be a bit sort of vintage. I think. Oh, I do know. Who's trainer gate this week, isn't it? Because um, who I I opt to game for the old ones. Yeah, so I heard that. Yeah, are the disgrace. Honestly, um, you can still apparently buy them on the high tech website for thirty quid. But uh, squash <laughs> players, <laughs> squash <laughs> players only, <laughs> not for snow. Very quid. You can mine for fifteen. <laughs> Those look a lot whiter than yours. They they're they're like brand new. And, and want to establish when they were purchased. Oh, uh, big man! Oh, yeah. He always oh loses an early goal, doesn't he? Yeah. Likes yeah. to make it entertaining. Hamilton Aki's won Queen of the South nil. A great win in the cup as well, knocking Dundee United out last week. They should have put on the high techs. Um, but Hamilton won Queen of the South nil. Marvin Bartley's team up against it again. It's been a tough old time. Uh, in the league, but anyway, we're glad you made it. Whether it was via your high techs or not. I'm glad glad you made it And so what do you do Do you leave them on the radiator In the office And I then switch back into I, them I, I put them back in the bag When we are going through the draw When we hit a commercial break During the Euro 2024 draw mm-hmm. I'll put them on For the return trip Andrew McLean makes a very good point We've only got three Reporters out at grounds today And I would I would Say that certainly Andrew and Gabriel Are both younger than your high techs that's possibly true. I yeah. think David Friel is going to be, and David Friel and myself maybe touching. Nah, David Friel's eighty-one. I, I, I'm going. I'm going mid to late eighties. They were purchased. The Dazzler thinks eighty-one. He thought eighty-one. Yeah. Nah, because I, I, I used long. to. I used to long. play squash then. And oh I, well, then well, that's, I, that's the mystery on. solved. I had a, I had a <laughs> pair. I had a pair of them for my squash. Just had. I've just had a text for Leanne and she had a pair of those for her badminton in P seven. She's she's not spring chicken. Don't review all ladies' age now. (laughs) She's in her fifties. With M and D Green Pharmacy. Mika Bireth Motherwell 1 Dundee 0 The ball was bouncing around in the box A right footed strike in at the near post And it is Motherwell who strike first He made that unbelievable impact when he first came He was coming off the bench and scoring for fun And assisting all over the place Injury came out the team Hasn't managed to quite hit the goal scoring trail In the same manner uh, since coming back into the team But uh, he has scored as usual. Has he though? You know, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But in the meantime, reverse psychology. You see, I, I tried to do goal stands. Tried to do it. Stuart Kettlewell a favour. I said I'll tip Dundee, and therefore Motherwell will win. That could be the difference. Stuart Kettlewell just we heard from moments ago saying that they've created so many good chances, but not taking them. Then concede. Well, they've converted the first chance in this game, but can they? Can they hold on to it or can they build on it? Can you hold on to it? Six minutes gone. Aye, aye. Hold on to it for eighty-four minutes. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's run the ball aye, into aye, the aye. corner well, for the next ninety minutes. He'll take it. <laughs> Liam Kelly, that's not in his wasted time. Waste that's time. not in his. He, he, he took every goal kick really quickly at Celtic so, Park yeah. last week. I heard. <laughs> um, right, Hugh Evans. Let's do this first of all. The first half teaser with the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. Topicality is everything. Excluding the Celtic Lazio game, four players appeared in this week's Champions League who have played in Scotland at some point in their career. Can you name them? So Forget about the Celtic Lazio game. Four players appeared in this week's Champions League 
who have played in Scotland at some point in their career? Who are they? That's a great question. And just to clarify, they must have played in the Champions League this week, okay? Yep. So being a member of a squad is not good enough. We have higher standards than that. They must have actually played for their team in the Champions League this week. So there are only four answers. Let's see what you can come up with At Clyde SSB It is a race You need to get all four names Onto one tweet And send it over Before everyone else That is the aim of the game We've got another one of these In our featured matches as well What a start to the day it is here Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy Partick Thistle One Airdrie nil And it's the young man We've just been discussing Mark Wilson 18 years of age Rico Diak No Brian Graham No problem For Partick Thistle Delighted for the young man Because he's waited For his opportunity It's never easy When you've got Brian In front of you But Brian suspended Toby Adeloy uh, Injured And he's taking his chance Only taking 7 minutes Big strong boy And uh, How old is he Mark? 18 Gordon so just said that a minute yeah, ago. Sorry, Gordon. Um, Sorry, I was concentrating. So actually. there is a real possibility that the high techs are twice as old as Rico Diak. I think. That, yeah. I, I think that. I think that's the era we're looking at here. Yeah. Um, Eighteen times two, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> the, yeah. So is he? Always with the first team You've not had the, the pleasure For your Partick so Thistle Under 18s No he moved up last year Before my time But <sighs> The one that I, got I, away Well I've seen him in reserve football Played against Livingston And Hibs So uh, You know a good mm. player But obviously benefiting From having Lawless One side Fitzpatrick The other It's amazing chances. what no, but that, uh, that inspiration can do for you Like looking over his shoulder At the under 18s And thinking I don't want to be part of that I need to work really hard To stay In the first team <laughs> set up but, At the moment yeah. But give Walsh and Beal A bit of credit here yeah. He's went in there And giving everybody a lift So he's coaching Look at the results He's coaching ability Look at the results He talks a lingo He certainly talks a lingo This one No big game for the The Thistle 18s Aye Last, last night. night Yeah How'd you go? Oh, we got beat 3-2 <laughs> <laughs> Beat 3-2 I genuinely Genuinely yes. assumed yeah. It would have been off Because of the weather No no I'll be playing All sorts of <laughs> You see how he's just Left it unsaid oh. Who beat you? St Johnson oh, ah, Good side oh, St Johnson Good side yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Hold yeah. on hold Very on good You know what's coming level. next It's all about the development Certainly is Five substitutions That's it That's That was a great game uh, wasn't it, it wasn't it so great when I was telling you we started the game and we got to half time and I thought the colour of the pitch is changing here it's changing from green for the Astro to white it was freezing over as the game was going on but we managed to get it completed yeah. I, I think St Johnson St Johnson handled the conditions a lot better by the sounds where of it where did it go wrong tactically do you do you he, read, he the right, team the, talk. read the right act in no, those circumstances no, 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 it's all about not development all. the boys were great last night yeah had a young squad <laughs> <laughs> yeah at the break we will like oh I see that yeah, we were sure. two one up at the break <laughs> this, this dressing room lacks charity now doesn't it I mean the, 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 the man's trying to develop young no, players and we've got no sympathy the wizened, gnarled old former manager got, in the corner here. You've got to try and put a winning mentality no, in there you, while you're developing. You've got to know these two better than that. There's always something underlying, and I've got them both figured out. Oh. What is it? What is at the root of all this? Yeah, is still a bitterness that he's not been asked to be number two. Ah, it's always that. It goes back to Breakin. We're now seeing it at Partick Thistle. He takes great delight in hearing because oh. he feels. 
Mr DL here feels that with every passing defeat There is an increased chance of being asked to come right. on board That's certainly not the case I think his bridges were burned with that article no, in the magazine that was what was he said again that your most hated fans were Partick Thistle Partick Thistle and themselves and Partick Thistle boys club <laughs> I love the Jags um, but You're I've got to say back at the biggest problem is he feels everywhere he goes the only one place he was reasonably successful who was with him well you asked me earlier you said to me earlier everybody you worked with you loved Apart from that time I was at the entry <laughs> It was this director of football It was a muppet you Used to always uh, see him in the cafe at Ravenscraig <laughs> uh, um, I don't know if we've got some sort of poetry competition You know the Curious Creatures yeah. always sends in poetry Patrick McCaffrey I mean McCafferty, sorry Has turned his hand to some prose today yeah. I like it as yeah. well He's got uh, It's related to your high techs He says The current cold snap is no challenge For Hugh the wise old sage For he remembers with a shiver Living through the first ice age <laughs> How he waited all winter in his cave For the temperature to soar Emerging with caution Looking out for any passing dinosaur Thank you Patrick you Love it I don't know if thank you is the right expression <laughs> He's having a go at you there Hugh um, like, No but that, that, You know they can say what they like Do what they like Post what they like it doesn't bother me Water off a duck's back Yeah I think you will find um, We are a bit short in game So I'll reference some of the other scores That you may Loosely care about Some of the English Premier League ones Arsenal already Two up against Wolves Martin Odegaard With the goal there on 13 minutes Don't forget Your <coughs> teaser is up and running there At Clyde SSB If you want to Give it a go Please do Looking for four names That's difficult you not got any No We're on there is there one or two standouts that we should get? What a bad start well, there, there are major names So excluding the Celtic Lazio game Four players appeared Appeared being the important word there They were on the pitch in this week's Champions League Who have played in Scotland at some point in their career And they are good names Absolutely uh, And we're asking a lot of you on social media Because that's what we tend to do So not only are we looking for the answers to that teaser If you head over to at Clyde SSB you will see the pots for the Euro 2024 draw. It takes place this evening in Germany, round about five o'clock. Scotland are there. How good does that sound in pot three? Uh, and you can have a look at the pots there, pot one, two, three, and four. What we're looking for is to tweet us your dream draw and your nightmare draw. Uh, and let's see, imagine somebody get, predicts it bang on. The three different opponents That would be quite something mm. uh, We'll send you a signed picture of Hugh Keevan's <laughs> High-tech trainers If you correctly predict <laughs> Scotland's draw for the Euros So take a look there At Clyde SSB Send us your dream draw And your nightmare draw I mean, pot one, Germany, Portugal, France, Spain, Belgium and England Pot two, Hungary, Turkey, Romania, Denmark, Albania, Austria Pot three, Netherlands, Scotland, Croatia, Slovenia, Slovakia, Czech Republic. And pot four, Italy, Serbia, Switzerland, and three playoff winners. I'll get the guys to pick theirs a bit later in the show, but for now, send us your tweet and let's see if anyone can correctly predict the draw for Scotland see, this afternoon. A lot of people fancy England. Give us England. I, I, I no, hope no, we no, don't no. get England. I, I, I've, start, I've noticed a bit of a shift. I, I, I feel like I see more people saying, nah, let's not bother. Yeah, and I don't want Germany either. The host nation, no, forget that. Not great, though. 
in terms like in relative terms yeah, of where yeah. they've been. But the host nation tends to rise to the occasion, doesn't it? Yeah, sometimes. Um I'd take Germany here. Actually, yeah. do you know what? I quite like that because no you're chance. you're getting the the prestige and the yeah. glamour of playing the host nation, uh-huh. but they're nowhere near as strong as they once were. Hundred percent agree with you. And you'd probably you don't want to play England, you don't want to play no France. Nope. No. We've had a good look at Spain though. Mm. No. I, no. I, I think you're backing up the wrong tree with Germany. At home, I know what you're saying, but they're the most disciplined team. Right, okay, they but you have to ready. pick one what, what tree you're bearing in mind. I'm right up the big tree. Which which nationality of tree? Because you need to pick one. Sorry it's saying Right, give me more options, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Run them by he's, me. He's gonna go with Germany at the I end know. of these and give me a few stats while he's, you're he's, there. He's gonna Just pick... kid on you're doing the Scottish Cup draw. Yeah, Germany, not one the Germany. last five. Right, you're looking at Capital Berlin Germany Portugal <laughs> France Spain Belgium England I'm taking Portugal all day long Okay All day long I think they're you not know, like unbeaten in qualification or something no, I, like I like that I like that I don't know that's a guess uh, yeah, I might go Germany <laughs> Joined on with Spain <laughs> so, Was I right with Berlin? I, oh, that's I, good Listen I'll um, take Germany Right anyway you can all, you can all tweet uh, just now we'll, we'll do a Proper discussion on that a bit later on as we near the draw. Some early thoughts coming in. David Friel says Germany glamour, Austria are beatable, and Serbia are rubbish. So that's <laughs> his draw. He says Gabriel wants Belgium from pot one, so that your mm-hmm. colleagues are all um, having a look. There was a VAR check, Kilmarnock fans, for a potential handball. Um, sorry, it was in the Kelly box. Um, Dickinson not sent to the screen though, David Dickinson. So play on Motherwell playing well. Stephen O'Donnell bursting into the box, but his cross is blocked. Remember, they're 1-0 up thanks to Mika Bireth's opener there. That's the sort of start Stuart Kettlewell was looking for on the back of that that point at Celtic mm. Park. He was very clear after it. He said, I'm not going to do cartwheels. Um, hold on. In fact, hold that thought. Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. Goal at Rugby Park And it goes the way of The visitors It's Lauren Shankland Who gets to the byline He cuts it across And it looks probably Like it will go down As a Will Dennis own goal Lauren Shankland Will be trying To claim it I'm sure With the Euro draw He'll want to say Stevie Clark Look I've scored 15 goals In the second half of the season Um, But uh, It may well go down As a Will Dennis own goal By the sounds of things But either way Stephen Naismith won't be too fussed Hearts lead at Kilmarnock by a goal to nil Well the apprentice has got one over The time served uh, We'll see if that's the, the way of it uh, By full time Stephen Naismith It's not that he needs the result But it would just look better You know They they, they have won their last three yep. But that was for the first time in 22 months I mean that's a long time to wait to win three matches in a row Almost two years That's not Stephen Aithman's fault But it would be good for him today If he can get the win over Derek McInnes And it's all of a sudden four wins in a trot Yeah I don't think we can get carried away yet But it's a good start um, Unfortunately it has gone down as an own goal uh, If I was Shanklin I'd be doing everything mm. to claim that I, I, I don't think there's any I mean I think it's just a, It's yeah. gone across Will Dennis has put it in it's, it's an own goal all day long If, if, if Shanklin keeps up his form He's got to be on the plane I've given him a ticket anyway But yeah, Hugh's right mm. about Hearts going, going down to Rugby Park It's always got to be a difficult game Look I'm delighted the lads out in the grounds because it's frozen. I think Andrews get the worst ground because I've been there many, many times. Come on, up rugby parts freezing a day like this. But at least we've got goals to warm up the heart. 
This guy's taking a heater round with him, remember? Yeah, just to Peter the heater. So Gabriel was on uh, inquiring about um, last year at Christmas. I got a heated body warmer. Oh, I think did you not yeah. put me onto it. Yes, brilliant. Um, you still got it? Well, yeah, I think I've done it in the last eleven months. Well, you could done it. Could have been broken. Um, you could. It's, 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 it's magnificent. It? I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's absolutely magnificent. Because <laughs> you, you forget the difference when you're out working at the game. You might actually be out there. Sitting still For like four hours at a time Pretty much You know it's, yeah. like, it's different from You know when you go as a fan You can get into the ground Five minutes before You'll nip down at half time For a pint Depending on what you're doing And where you are um, You know you, you, you sit there For well, an awfully long time So you really feel it So that was um, I know Gabriel was inquiring Yesterday to me That suggests to me He doesn't have a heater no. I don't think he's going to no. be the type I don't I think I was always against a heater. Body warmers I never got oh, them I never got them Until Thistle gave me one I've do never you, got it off now Do Probably any of you have anything one? Le- Leisure wear that, that says Super scoreboard on it? No Those those were in the Halcyon days I believe I've got one you st- Have you still got one? I'm going to wear it tomorrow I'm going to wear it what tomorrow What is it? A jacket? No it's one of these fleecy Like Mark's wearing there What do you call that? A, it's a jumper Yeah it is I've got one that says Super scoreboard yeah. that, that is a collector's <laughs> item I'll wear it tomorrow Is it SSB or just Super Scoreboard? Super Scoreboard We have missed the glory days no, no, I know they used to have jackets I've seen one in the office I, But is that the glory days? Do you really need to be wearing some sort of weird uniform when you go out? The breaking one was glued until they get a sack the party one will it's be the exact same Comfortable attire But yeah. you need to uh, if any of the boys are listening they probably will be hopefully Get a body warmer Where would you get one of those for? You it's just get them on back a kind of catalogue You see them three different colours And if you're a wee bit cold Just press to red Oh you never put th- You never put three bars On oh, the body warmer Oh beautiful you Sweat oh, Beautiful yeah. You never need three bars Oh, oh sometimes no. you do Beautiful That's good no, I mean, You get a lot of charging Yeah just charge it before you go Go You're away oh, I'm going to get one Brilliant. I'm alarmed at David Friel here Because Is there any experts out there um, Who can clarify this I In my Uneducated opinion think this is counterproductive. David Friel's got three pairs of socks on. I, I don't think I don't think that's three times as warm. I think that must cut off circulation and <laughs> buy a better standard. Uh, must have some size of shoe. Something exactly. Like I was just thinking that. Like it, can, it can't be that simple. I you know like well I'll just wear ten pairs of socks. Do you know uh, what I mean? I'll be roasting. three pair of trousers just to keep the legs warm. You I know. I just don't think that's. I think that sounds counterproductive to me. Mm. Well, he he can tell you after the game if he's got frostbite in his toes or not. What I used to do was see this is an art trick. You wear the biggest shoes you can, right? Because you need a bit of room here. See the things that you wear for. <coughs> see the things you wear for the gloves, uh, your golf, and you scrunch it, and it warms up your hands. I'm going to need a much better explanation than that. Aye. Unfortunately. Right. Aye, aye. The hand warmer. The hand warmer. Right, you, okay. you just crush it. You put it in your glove, it in the golf, and uh-huh. it hard. Right. What you do is crush it, stick them in your socks, your feet are oh, toasted. Right, but wait a minute. When you says wear the biggest pair of shoes you can, surely all your shoes are bought to fit you. Surely no, you don't I, buy well, big shoes with room in them. Some, hold on, you buy a size eleven Depends, just in case. And, and listen, I'm not the only one out there because everybody will be the same. Sometimes you get in a shop and you think. 
Oh, these are just a little bit big for me, but they're a good price. <laughs> the Nikes, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Let's take it back to just a little bit, maybe two pairs of socks. I might just get away with them. I knew squeaking. you get a deal on them. I was squeaking all the way down that door. <laughs> I am doing the way They were making an odd sound. I don't know how um, Instagram algorithms work, but you know this type of thing happens. And you can just switch off for a couple yeah, of minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pen has sent me a tweet to say that he went and clicked on my Instagram story to have a look at Hughes High Techs and he's now being offered ads for high tech trainers <laughs> on his <laughs> Instagram. That's, that's, that's the beauty of the Nokia, Hugh. Yeah. They can't track your behaviour no, on no, there. No, no, it's no. absolutely fine. The old high techs are still doing a turn there. Yeah, they're yeah. flying. Anyway, good chance for Hearts this time. The ball breaks for Liam Boyce, but he fires wide in the box. One up on Kilmarnock. Will Dennis own goal? See, um, in he, fact, he, we've he, got a goal in all of our games. Remember, uh, Partick Thistle lead Airdrie. Uh, Rico Diak with the goal there. And Motherwell won Dundee nil. Mika Beereth. You can't get this level of sophisticated chat on any other programme. Only Super Scoreboard can bring you exactly. high techs and where to get them. Hundred percent. I don't. I don't doubt it. That's why you three are adored by your public, uh, or something like that. Anyway, um, good start for Motherwell though. Gordon, I guess Brilliant. though that they have shipped a lot of goals recently. Um, so either looking to add to that Or, or make sure it's a yeah, very, very disciplined day at the back It's my bit of uh, the concern, Gordon You're talking about shipping goals Mostly the recent times has been at Fir Park You can see they've given up a lot of goals at Fir Park um, Dundee are a decent enough side I was speaking to Kenny Miller on Tuesday Who was up at Dens against Hibs And although they lost to Hibs He was quite impressed with them So that game's not done and dusted by any matter of means But... To get into the lead Get a bit of confidence Taking it Building it from last week At Celtic Park So So far so good For the Steelmen Did you see the uh, The dressing room leak From Fir Park oh, During the week on. Have you seen this Mark no, Wilson you not seen this? No. Now I What one stood out for it? Oh there was a few no, So come the, on. The, fi- <laughs> the The fines list From Motherwell Has been Leaked I think there was an event on in the stadium so I think lots of fans were maybe snooping around Ooh. someone's taken a picture right. and published it on social media for everyone to see so lots of people sent it to me some of it's fairly um, fairly predictable you know late for training £25 plus £1 per minute Okay. 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 Late for a bit hefty. No, you no, take that all day long. Late for a game, hundred pounds plus five pounds per minute. Late for the gym, twenty. Late for a meeting, fifty. Late for the bus, a hundred. Um, I won't read them all. It's the kind of usual stuff that you would see on these types of things. Um, There's one no, standing out for no flip flops, a fiver. Aye. Peeing in the shower. <laughs> aye, aye, that's aye. Oh, you can't aye, I don't like that. I, I, I would, I would free somebody. If oh, by the way, it was quite a thing. Aye, uh, in my time you used to see. Where, where are you? The jail? Players doing all the time. <laughs> you never see that. What are you talking about? You used were in the bath and people were doing it in the big bath. No, they were never doing. Anyway, that. what was the fine for that? Twenty-five pounds for peeing in the shower. Uh, is that a good rate? What have you done, Andy? Well, uh, <laughs> you know the toilet's <laughs> right beside the showers usually, so yeah, it's just so worth it. Just make that fine even bigger. Yeah, make it £200. Pound, huh? I'll um, tell you what, some night out you for a Christmas. You'd be struggling. Poor parking is a tenor. I've seen the way you park out there. Uh, yeah, I no, you can't park straight. What, what is, why is that? I don't know. I've got cameras and everything, but I just tend to. And you always, this is a real bugbear of mine. I don't know why. Um, you always leave your wheels 
turned. Yeah. I, I have to leave my quick, wheels straight. Quick getaway. He's yeah. always sharp away from here. It's just a personal thing. I need to leave my wheels straight when yeah. I've parked. But I you're a tidy person. Um, mm-hmm. Your parking's a disgrace yeah, out yeah, there. Um, the only thing I'll say about the fines is it all goes to the Christmas. Some goes, well, listen. See, be fair to clubs, a lot of them put some money to charities as well. Here, so this, give this, them a bit of credit. This sort of shows you the priorities at Fur Park. The biggest fine by a mile is missing the Christmas night out. Ooh. If you miss the Christmas night out, you're down two hundred and fifty pounds, <laughs> and it's a hundred and fifty quid if you leave early. So there's right. always oh, what is leaving early though? Uh, surely they've got to specify that. Sure, catch for kids, you're two fifty every year. Yeah. Oh, four o'clock. Hey, when, I bet they keep having it on a Friday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he has to come on the show. Yeah. Have you ever seen Chug get a, a gig right? At seven o'clock it starts. At five past, he's, he's going round the table. No, he's going round the table. He's When are you leaving? When are you <laughs> going? Are, are you going by my house? <laughs> and here's the thing, right? Because I'd imagine most of these, apart from the you know cost adjusted for inflation, these would all have survived the test of time. These have all been things yeah, that would have been frowned yeah. upon in your day. But there are a couple just to let you know that were brought up to the present day. Unacceptable or cringy social media posts, twenty pound. Oh. Very important. I'd add a zero to the end of that. Yeah. But, but team oh, vote, I, team votes on it. A team voting it. So you know the you usual. Usually have like, a committee. Like you know, like fans were tremendous. We go again next week. Oh, fine. Uh, clapping hand emoji. All that fine. sort of stuff. Kissing, yeah. the, kissing the badge and all that. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's two hundred. Tough day me. at the office. Fans were brilliant. We go uh-huh. again. Uh, I hate all that. Um, so twenty pounds for that. That's like interesting. That. Uh-huh. And again, well, ju- again, great just, manager. Everybody liked him. <laughs> just to match the <laughs> the modern the modern um, fashions. No chewing gum or snus in the urinals, <laughs> since that will be a problem. Not <laughs> no chewing snus. gum. But snus. Snus. snus in the urinals will be uh, a particularly modern phone. That's a phone. That's a tenner for the Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. What's the what's the phones one? Fifty quid. Oh, twenty. Sorry. Uh, meetings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No phones at meeting. It's Casper Kids lunch next Friday. Yeah, I went to a Casper Kids lunch. I met Mark's better half there, and we watched Lewis Capaldi, and he was out of this world. But it was a Friday, so I had to stand there and watch Lewis Capaldi. Whoa. What sort of fine do you get for this? Goal flashes with M and D Green Pharmacy. Conceding at home when in control Motherwell 1, Dundee 1 It was a corner, bit of a deflection Motherwell didn't really react And then an easy header And Dundee pull themselves level So Mika Beareth had the steel men in front But Dundee have pulled things level there at Fir Park So disappointment there for sure Kettlewell, Tony Doherty will be delighted Good response at Looking to get back into it Just around about the Half hour mark there in that one, so it's one all. He, he was on about set pieces a couple of weeks ago, wasn't he? Lyle saying, Cameron, by the way, with the goal, saying that everybody knows Young their kid, job and he keeps telling the information, but they keep conceding. And and the goals we've not seen this one, <coughs> but in the past, the goals they can see for set pieces look so easy. So I wonder what this the form this one's taking on, but no good. Only holding on for what twenty odd minutes. Do you want to hear? Without any shadow of a doubt The least surprising thing You will hear all day long That there's actually five answers to the teaser And not four ah. Really? It's hard what's enough What have we got? YTS What sort of fine well, should we introduce yeah. for get this? Get these guys in and get them fined 50 quid for every answer that's left off Right and the sheet. 
I want to put something out there. If he mentions one more coach manager again and how great they are, I think you should find him. You know what? That comes at unfortunate timing because I was going to give you some credit there. <laughs> right? I, I seriously was. The one thing I liked about Daz was his director of football. You never liked finding anybody, did you? You no. never liked taking no. money off the players. Never ever. And you found another way, and I quite All liked right, that. Okay. Never yeah. ever. Why? Because I thought. Uh, in today's society that money's very hard to come by and a lot of people need money so I was never into take money out of people's pockets so what would you have done punish them instead like running them or dropping them no, I would I would, um, I would have a chat with them I wouldn't play them or I, or I would discipline them the other way I just found that you know, it's different if you're in the, the big money category, but you had guys there that were full-time. They were earning decent enough money, but not life-changing money. And they had mortgages, they had bills to pay, and the kind-hearted guy that I was, I found other ways of At discipline. the other end like of the what, scale. Though, hold on, like what? Because if you're... If you... If kind-hearted Uncle Daz is not wanting to take their money but is instead going for some well, sort of admit, public I'd... humiliation, then <laughs> you might need to drop the good guy act. What's the alternative? No, I would do I would do different things. I'd maybe give them, you know, instead of giving them a day off, they would be in for training, doing a bit of work, um, maybe cleaning up changing rooms and stuff like that. It's good about that. I'd rather just pay 20 quid. No, well, you, you're very fortunate you can afford to. <laughs> That's not the point. We had a lot, we had a lot of people that used to but come crying. You, you think about it any other industry, and we're laughing know, about the guys in there. Yeah. Imagine you come in for your work, you, you, you're you late, sorry I'm late. Um, Listen, that's a fine. No other industry would do that. Uh, uh, give me the money but, off your but wages. Hold on, hold on. Is, it, bit, is it not mostly a bit of fun? As Daz said, often it goes to the it will be the Christmas kitty, or if some of it might go to charity. It's not like the yeah. club are officially sanctioning you twenty quid because you peed in the shower. No, yeah, these, yeah. these fines are all fine. Just with about the, housekeeping, right? Yeah. There's there'll be two different um, disciplines in there. The players will have their own ones. And the managing team yeah. will have the other ones. Do you? So at, at Celtic, would would those fees be big? Oh, yeah, yeah, seriously, and yeah, 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 big. Especially uh, lateness on so match days. So what are we days. talking? Oh, I, I, I mean, I can't remember off the top of my so head, what, but that seems fairly. Oh, hundreds of pounds if you were late. Just for to reflect team the fact that obviously the wages would be higher at Celtic. Yeah, so yeah. You'd, you'd be hundreds and hundreds yeah, yeah, of pounds yeah, yeah. if you were late for the and team bus. And there's repeat offenders, repeat offenders on that that would be. Late constantly So the message You're paying Hundreds of pounds Just didn't get through it Here's where I was With mm. the, the team buses Hold on We've got another one of these Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy Got to be doubling the fines At this point oh, Motherwell well. 1 Dundee 2 And I have to say It's one of Dundee's Standout performers This season Owen Beck He's been excellent At left back uh, He gets in the box Finishes on the turn um, it was good work down the right initially Found its way over to his side The game has turned on its head Owen Beck has Dundee in front at Fur Park What did I say to you Gordon About 20 minutes ago The one concern for me At Fur Park Mother will concede goals And baby Andy Robertson Has punished him <laughs> he, yes. he has a double if, if nobody's seen this guy He has a double Andy Robertson I can't believe it But that is poor Especially coming up to half time That's a disaster You know Stuart Kelt will He'll if this continues, they'll say the same things time and time again. But it's especially disappointing when they go in front, they take the chances, or one of the chances that he's on about, but at the back zone. And then you look at them at Celtic Park, they were difficult to play through. Um, you know, a solid unit, but they've conceded two and 34 minutes after being in front. So, bitterly disappointing for them, but long way to go. It's a good game if you're Gabs. You're getting plenty of goals, plenty of excitement. 
But uh, if you're a Motherwell supporter, it's another disappointing 35, 36 minutes. Yeah, we, can, we can all laugh about this, that or the other thing, but it it will soon not be funny. If uh, Motherwell don't win today... <laughs> I think it's unfunny already, no, actually. No wins in 11, uh, and it will soon become a matter of concern and not a source of humour. You would actually, it could be a real worry because you look at Aberdeen, they could win tomorrow, you must fancy Jason Johnston, he beat Celtic, they'll leapfrog Motherwell as well. So all of a sudden, <laughs> I can imagine all the Celtic fans uh-huh. in it. Uh, but no, it's not, it's not a laughing stock, especially goals, goals against this season, 24. Yeah, yeah. Is that so, before today? Or no, that's including today. So, the worst in the league at the minute, 24 yeah. goals against... Not good, not good at all But great for Dundee and Owen Beck Absolute standout since joining on loan from Liverpool And he has scored the second for Dundee So Hugh, I did say there has been a VAR check on the teaser There are indeed five answers uh-huh. um, And not four So remind us of your question please Excluding the Celtic Lazio game Five players appeared in this week's Champions League Who have played in Scotland at some point in their career Name them uh, We've got about two Well done to everyone for pointing out that there are five by the way um, Graham Donnelly has gone for Kieran Tierney No, not He them. was on the bench I think So does not count Slinky Jerry threw him in there as well um, <coughs> Lots of people giving this a really good go Sam Gray wants to mention Jeremy Frimpong No Cedric Eaton No He didn't play either So you're getting close on a number of them um, keep your guesses coming in At Clyde SSB So there are five answers in total um, What we got here No more goals to tell you about yet So as things stand in our featured games Kilmarnock nil Hearts 1 Partick Thistle 1 Airdrie nil And Motherwell 1 Dundee 2 I don't think um, oh, Or is it? Hold on oh. Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy It's 2-0 Partick Thistle It'll probably go down as an own goal But I don't think Chris Dillon will be too fussed Because it looks like his team will take a comfortable lead Into the break there at Firhill um, And that's going exactly to plan Not so much for Airdrie Not so much for the Palmerston Pep either Because Lewis Smith has Hamilton Ackies 2-0 up Against Queen of the South I thought when Dundee United lost to Queen of the South in the Scottish Cup The whole place would take a massive lift um, But it's had the opposite effect For some reason well, Hamlin going, you're still, you're, going yeah. well in still, the league. Still you know, going to so. one of the two best teams in the league, so you know it remains a tough fixture. Um, but anyway, two 0 down there, two 0 up. Partick Thistle, great result for Partick so sure far. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, going well there, uh, sitting in third place, putting a little bit of pressure on Mull Club Wraith Rovers. So very tight at the top. Still, as Wraith, Wraith and Verness go ahead. <laughs> yeah, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, still yeah, nil-nil. Uh, that's the only other one, I th- think. Yeah, so Inverness Wraith isn't up there. Um, that's a game you want off right away. Inverness. <laughs> I used to look even the summer in my top it, Inverness was off. Hated the worst trip in the <laughs> world to go to Inverness. 
I hated that fixture. Know how fans look at oh Celtic Rangers fixture, Motherwell, you know, Hamill, all that. Inverness. Oh, when am I going to Inverness? Don't put anything in the calendar oh, for oh, after oh, that oh, game because oh, <laughs> you, oh, I used to get night. It's not happening. I used to get any wee foxes on the Friday night. Would you call it Johnny Foxes? <laughs> <laughs> it's a manager <laughs> or is a player? Oh, there's a manager. I used to get in there. I thought, well, there's all, I may as well have a good Friday night because I'm going to have a bad Saturday. <laughs> I tell you what, though, I mean in some it, in some quarters, Rico Diak has been credited with that second Partick Thistle goal, uh, but David Fuel reckons you know it was a kind of cross. It ended up taking a nick looped over the Airdrie keeper for uh, Dice own goal, or but David might be feeling the repercussions of the snowball attack. You know, it, it, it may have uh, uh, slightly. But do you think they targeted just him? I like to think so, certainly, yeah. Why? Why? He must have wrote something in the paper about uh, this. Well, well, no, no, so. it's now being credited on TV as a yeah. Callum for Dice own goal, so the post eight always delivers. There we go. Still 2 0 to Partick Thistle, whoever did get that final touch. Uh, good start for them, good start for, well, actually, it was a bad start for Dundee, and it's turned in. Uh, to a good end to the half They're now 2-1 up at Fir Park Motherwell's woes continuing for now And Kilmarnock nil Hearts won again That's a bit of a day for own goals This one credited, if that's the right word, to Will Dennis It was Lauren Shankland that created it But the final touch um, Off Will Dennis Who, interestingly Has Just run out and sort of kicked uh, Utaro Oda But this is one of these strange ones So the offside Was given But Dennis still gets the yellow obviously Because you know You can't kick someone Regardless of whether it's offside or not Yeah um, And it's now going to be a VAR check For a potential red card oh. For the Kilmarnock goalkeeper Okay, okay. Um, well, Not a good first half for, for Dennis An own goal and then Potentially facing a red card but Had to worse for Derek McInnes here Pretty um, quickly it's one of the well there are many but you can get why some people get frustrated in that regard you know the frustration with with VAR because obviously it doesn't it doesn't wipe out the offence and I get get that as well because you know you can't just go and whack someone and then think oh well that's okay because VAR gets you out of it Um, the check is over yellow card stands so Derek McKinnis He was raging mm. um, Initially but there Talking we go. about goalkeepers Did you see Hamburg's own goal last night? Oh my How goodness How good was that? Was it a couple of nights ago? Was it a couple of nights ago? Yes yeah. That's playing for the back for you That's it And tells someone to you I'll tell you what What a finish Somebody contacted me to an Instagram A police officer It is one of the worst you'll ever see isn't it? <laughs> a police officer? It was a police officer uh, To bring uh, my attention to it And I went on and looked at it My goodness what is a goalkeeper thinking of there? So yeah, they can <laughs> What was the point of that story? You telling us a police officer I, 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 contacted I, I, you on Instagram? They try and play that. out, but they're all, they're on their own goal line. Goodness knows where the keeper's rushing to. He's trying to create some sort of angle. The pass yeah. back to him nearly goes in, <laughs> but then bobbles and he slices he, he it into the roof of it. his own net. Oh, it's he finishes oh, it. Oh, what a goal! Mad that. What a goal it was. It is. It's quite spectacular. I know that's been doing the rounds, going viral. Who we're struggling on this. Well, it's a tough one. I now have all five names I am prepared to reveal. Um, yeah, why not? Let's, we'll go to. let's get it up and running. The first half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online.
Excluding the Celtic Lazio game Four players appeared in this week's Champions League Five players, I beg your pardon Who have played in Scotland at some point in their career They are Mohamed El Yunusi Who of course played for Celtic And is now at FC Copenhagen Malik Tillman Once of Rangers Now at PSV Eindhoven Josip Iranovic Celtic And Onion Berlin As I believe it's the correct pronunciation Onion Berlin Fabio Cardoso Once of Rangers And now at Porto And Umar Sadiq Rangers And Real Sociedad Well done if you got all five Even better considering we only asked for four initially Well done to Lewis uh, Bullock who was in third place Stephen Rankin was second fastest And the winner by an outstanding performance Kevin Brown straight in with the correct answer Well done all three of you We'll have a who am I in the second half Hamilton Aki's three Mm. Queen of the South nil Do we have a late contender for Stevie Clark's squad? Kevin Nisbet puts Millwall one up against Sunderland Two two for him scored the other night Kevin Nisbet Set up another mic Big Marvel being at court (laughs) (laughs) Should laugh at other people's misfortune That's Um, dreadful (laughs) Dreadful No support for the younger managers in our game I I love the big guy Uh, Yeah Kevin Nisbet has scored Um, He was the one that he was the one that got the game time at the last Euros, remember? Yeah, he was the yeah. he was the sub that came on and in the striking department has fallen well, a bit. Have you one ticket for a play in Nisbet or Changlin? Mind you, you've got six think, months to go yet. I think most people do lean lean Shanklin, don't they? Yeah, I would. But as Hugh says, if Kevin Nisbet goes and scores ten goals between now yeah. and the end of the the championship season, which would be quite something, um you'd have to take that into account, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think you would. Um I think that uh, it's, it's very tight. I th- there's a case there for both of them, but I think for me, Shankland just said he's. Do you know one that I just wonder because of the fact you know we speak about the well, there's another Scotland striker mm. who technically could play his way into it, but you will <laughs> not be going. You wouldn't have to um, Ollie McBurney sent off for Sheffield United. Um, you know that. The obvious job This team is almost set up Because there's no Out and out guy That guarantees you Loads of goals It's almost set up To have your striker Who brings out the best In everyone else Isn't it You know and that mm-hmm. yeah. If we're talking about That Lyndon Dykes mould Or even the way that, that Shea Adams works He's had a terrible time With injury He has been in squads No one really talks About Ross Stewart anymore He is at Southampton You know If we're talking about The championship If the championship's A good benchmark And if you're saying Kevin Nisbet Ross Stewart still got a chance I forgot all about him God. Because of injury to... He's been out for ages Because of injury yeah. He's now got a fresh injury Which is yeah. going to extend His time out of the game oh, but I didn't, didn't realise He had another one That's yeah, not ideal But as I say There are still six months to go You know He can recover And he can recover His goal scoring touch I, I, I just think it's Wildly premature On December 2nd to be discuss, discussing who we're playing in Germany in June. Hugh, it's a bit of fun. It's, mm. I, know that, I know that concept is lost on you at times. Well, we're just you. having a bit of a uh, debate. Uh, I don't approve of fun. Two, two pair of shoes and you're getting yourself a bit. <laughs> um, he has, uh, he's only played twice this season as well. It was just a, a throwaway remark at this stage. Let's go to Firth Park where it is half time, Gabriel. Yes, it is, Gordon. It's Motherwell 1, Dundee 2 at the interval. A lovely strike from Mika Beerit early on gave the host lead, but a quick fire double from Lyle Cameron and Owen Beck 
turned the game on its head. And it was a bright start to the game from Motherwell. In the sixth minute, we had our first goal. The ball was bouncing in the box. It popped up for Biret, who caught it in the air, clipped the inside of the near post. The ball nestling in the back of it. A lovely finish. And Motherwell were on top early on. Biret providing a great out ball. He nearly got in another couple of times. The shape looked good. Stephen O'Donnell was slipped in down the right at one point. They had his cross blocked after some good defensive work. But then Dundee started to get back into it about halfway through. Uh, they had more of the ball, started to play in Motherwell's third. And then it was another set piece, really proving Motherwell's Achilles heel this season. It was the second phase, a deflected shot from a Dundee attacker, looped the ball over several defenders' head. Lyle Cameron was just in the clear, unmarked, six yards out, headed it into the ground, into the back of the net. And just three minutes later, Owen Beck had another one. Uh, good work down the right from the visitors, cut the ball back into the box. Not sure what Beck was doing in there as a centre forward. Finished on the turn really stunned Motherwell who completely fell to pieces at the back for five or so minutes there. Stuart Ketterwell will be livid. His side finally took the lead, took the initiative as he'd been calling for. But they couldn't hold on. Easy goals to give away. They've been better going forward but they've got to tighten up at the back or this winless run will continue and extend to 11 games and they will be in serious trouble. There were boos ringing around here, Gordon, as the teams walked down the tunnel. Half time, Dundee are 2-1 up. Not a good first half for Motherwell, but Tony Doherty's impressive start to life as Dundee manager continuing. Big second 45 ahead in that one. Do we have any other halftime whistles? Yes, we do. Let's go to David Friel in the Championship. Partick Thistle against Airdrie. Half-time, Partick 2, Airdrie now, and it's pretty much been a perfect 45 minutes for Rico Dayak, who has grabbed a goal on his first ever Thistle start. And his team are well on their way to a win already. 18-year-old, he's in for the suspended Brian Gray in the club's captain, and he has been excellent in the first half. He scored his goal, but it's not just that that stood out. He's shown strength, nice touches, hold-up play. He's been very good. He looks very mature and has a bright future on this evidence. He was involved early on. A really nice cultured pass over to Aidan Fitzpatrick, who's been outstanding as well, and he curled wide from the angle. The roles are then reversed in seven minutes as Patrick floating in a corner and this time Dayak, only 18 remember, found the bottom corner with a clever header. Really, really nice moment for the teenager. The fans are loving it and you can see he doesn't lack confidence. Airdrie spoke earlier early on they're finding it hard to get goals this season they took a while to get going but Liam McStravick did well with a great run in 28 minutes his shot was saved by Jamie Snedden Callum Gallagher also forced a good save from the Thistle keeper but Chris Doolan's men were always a threat Fitzpatrick has been really really lively he crossed again for Dayak who fired wide this time but the winger was then involved as Partick made it 2-0 in 37 minutes Fitzpatrick crossed from the left the ball hit Airdrie defender Callum Fordyce and looped over Josh Ray Dayak was in at the back post but the ball was in the net before he could even get a touch Partick well on top and it's a big task for Airdrie in the second half on this evidence half time Partick 2 Airdrie 0 and last but not least Rugby Park Andrew McLean yeah, half-time, Kilmarnock nil, Hearts 1, Lauren Shankland. He'll want to claim the only goal of this game, but it will go down as a Will Dennis own goal that has the visitors ahead. It was a pretty even start to things. Kilmarnock maybe slightly edging at a couple of efforts from Corey and Daba. One of those was a long-range strike that was never troubling Xander Clark way over the bar. And then the second was a header from a corner. That one was off target as well. Hearts then started to come into it a bit more. Liam Boyce had a shot that was well blocked by Lewis Mayo. They kept that pressure on, though, and got the goal. Lauren Shankland, he got to the byline, he cut it across the goal line really, and Will Dennis, he went diving down to his right to try and gather it, but he actually could only turn it into his own net 
for 1-0. There was almost a quick response from Kilmarnock. Danny Armstrong, good work on the right, as you see from him often. He then passed the ball into David Watson. It was a good position in the box. He ran onto it, but a curling effort went wide of the far post. And Liam Boyce put one wide at the other end not long after that. Later on, they have a bit of a strange incident. Yotaro Odai was running on to a high through ball. He was quite clearly offside. The flag went up, but Will Dennis still came rushing out. He made a challenge. He caught Oda, who went down. The free kick was given for offside, but a yellow card was still given to Will Dennis. He then escaped extra punishment after a VAR check. There was one final chance for Kilmarnock right at the death there. It was a decent one as well. A deep free kick came in, and there was Corey Daba again, who looks the biggest goal threat from left wing back. He was a few yards out. He just didn't get enough power on it and Xander Clark was able to move his body and get in the way of that one but this one's still very much open heading into the second 45. The halftime score here at Rugby Park is Kilmarnock nil. Hearts 1. And we'll do a full round up of the halftime scores next Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Halftime scores in the Scottish Premiership. It's Killy nil. Hearts 1 Motherwell 1, Dundee 2 Livy Ross County is off Lots of games off today The only two survivors in the Scottish Championship Inverness 0, Wraith 0 And Partick Thistle 2, Airdrie 0 In League 1, only one survivor Hamilton Ackies 3, Queen of the South 0 And just two games on in League 2 as well 4 for 1, Stranraer 0 And Stenhouse Muir 1, Bonnie Regrose 0 in the English Premier League at the break It's Arsenal 2, Wolves 0 Brentford 0, Luton 0 And Burnley 2, Sheffield United 0 The second halves are coming up next <laughs> 